This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Welcome to another episode of Business by the Numbers. I'm your host, Hunt Demrest, CPA with Parmelis and Associates. So this is a bittersweet episode. This is the last episode of this year's tax season. Everyone's least favorite time of the year. This is when everyone is looking for a tax deduction. You know, this is when people are asking me, hey, Hunt, what can I do to minimize last year's tax liability? Or what can I do in the future to be able to bring this income down or bring my taxes down so I'm not paying as much money to Uncle Sam? And what we're going to be talking about today is I feel like one of the best deductions out there, which is retirement contributions, different kinds of retirement accounts, how they can help you and your business, and what kind of deductions we get for those. Before we get into that, though, I want to have a quick word from our partners who make business by the numbers possible. Joking aside, it's not just the kids who are addicted to their phones. We buy food and almost everything else with just a few clicks. Why not auto repair? Shopware's digital repair order makes it easy for your customers to click yes. Learn more at GetShopware.com. In today's world, managing the labor side of your business is more important than ever. Utilizing their industry-leading software, Labor Profit Management, Repair Shop of Tomorrow can help shops maximize their profits by developing a specific plan for each client. Please visit them at RepairShopOfTomorrow.com. So I get asked about tax breaks all the time. You know, and, and one of the most common things that people ask is, you know, and, and we see this on the news a lot is, you know, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, they're not paying any, you know, a much lower rate in taxes compared to the general American. Now, some of that stuff is a bit of a misnomer. You know, they follow wealth versus tax paid versus earned income and tax paid. But the general idea here that I like to remind a lot of people is tax strategies are very different depending on what your income level is. You know, there is tax strategies out there which are viable options, but they're only viable options for people that have one, two, three million dollars and more in adjusted gross income. The reason why those are viable options compared to someone that's making $200,000 a year is that all of this stuff costs money and it's usually not a one-to-one tax break. And so, for example, if you're going to do something that's going to give you a 25% tax break, but your tax rate is only 10%, like we talked about last episode, then it's probably not a good option for you and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now, compare that to you know a very wealthy person that could be paying upwards of effectively 50% taxes, paying something at 25% tax rate is going to be a very viable option for them. And so some of these things, you know, are just not really applicable to the normal American and normal self-employed shop owner here. Now, one thing that is, and it's a deduction that I think that a lot of people are not utilizing to its full capacity, is retirement accounts. What I always like to tell people about retirement accounts is you are getting a deduction for putting money in your own pocket. Nothing out there is going to allow you to do that in the same manner. If you go buy a piece of equipment, you're spending money for a tax break, but that money is gone. If you're paying out bonuses, if you're paying out commissions, if you're doing any of these payroll contributions, then you're paying out the money, but you're getting a tax deduction. However, for a retirement account, if you put $6,000 into your IRA, you're going to get a tax break of that $6,000. Now, what happened to that $6,000? You still have that money. It's just in a different account, growing tax deferred until you have to use that later. 
So what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking about four different retirement options. Two of these are going to be on the personal level and two of these are going to be on the business side. So on the personal level, we have two different options, traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. Now, these are both done just completely individually. They have nothing to do with your business. They have nothing to do with your payroll. These are contributions that you could make directly to either of these accounts. So let's talk about the differences here between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA and as they relate to tax breaks and different things like that. So first one I want to talk about is a traditional IRA. So traditional IRA is probably the most common retirement plan out there because you do not have to have your employer do this. It is something that you can do 100% on your own. So the way that a traditional IRA works is that you're allowed to put up to $6,000 per person into it per year if you're under 50. If you're 50 or older, you get an extra $1,000 and you're allowed to put $7,000 into this account. Now, Hunt, what does this account do? So for a traditional IRA, if I go and I write a check right now to my traditional IRA, I'm under 50 so I can put $6,000 in there, I'm going to get a tax break on that $6,000. Rough numbers, depending on how much income you make, that is going to save you between $1,000 to $2,000 in taxes. Not a bad deal because like I said before, you still have that money. So what happens is you write a check to TD Ameritrade or whoever you use to use these retirement accounts. And then that's going into your traditional IRA where it's going to now be invested. It's now going to grow tax deferred. So what I mean by that is the traditional IRA is going to be a pre-tax deduction, meaning we're going to get a deduction on it right now on our tax return. But what ends up happening is that $6,000 is sitting in an investment account and it's going to grow. It's most likely going to be invested in some sort of mutual fund or some sort of you know bundle of mutual funds, and they're going to invest it in different aspects of the market, different other kinds of real estate, bonds, etc. So the way that that works is that $6,000, they're going to be buying and selling stocks, but you do not have to pay any tax on that till you pull that money out. So that $6,000 could turn into seven, eight, nine, 10, 12, you know, and then ultimately by the time you retire, it should be much more. Now, where that differs from just putting money into a traditional brokerage account is in a brokerage account, every time that you sell a stock, you're going to pay tax on the gain. However, when it's in an IRA, anytime that they're selling stocks, those gains just keep on getting wrapped up in there and you do not pay any tax on that until you're at full retirement age and you start drawing off of that. So if you're not self-employed and your employer does not offer a retirement plan, a traditional IRA would be a great option for you. Now, if you are self-employed and you don't have a company-sponsored retirement account, again, a traditional IRA is a very, very good option for you as well. Now, a couple other things about a traditional IRA, rules, you know, timing and stuff like that. So the way that a traditional IRA works is you're allowed up until the due date of the tax return, which is April 15th or April 18th this year, actually, they gave us a couple extra days, but you can contribute for last year up until the date that you file your tax return. So a lot of my clients that have traditional IRAs, they'll wait till we have the tax return entered in there to see if they need to make that contribution. You know, so if I'm sitting down and I talk into a client, husband and wife, and I say, guys, it looks like you owe about $3,000, but between the two of you guys, you can put in $14,000 into your IRA and that's going to eliminate your tax burden. Then that's probably going to be a very good strategy for them. 
You can also put it in there throughout the year as well. It doesn't need to be done, you know, after the fact, but it gives you a little bit more flexibility for times that you might have got caught off guard. Hey, I thought it was going to be good. I had a little bit more income than last year, maybe had some gains elsewhere. Let's put money in traditional IRA and let's be able to get that deduction now. So traditional IRA, pre-tax, deductible. Now, the downside to a traditional IRA is do not put more money into a traditional IRA than you feel comfortable. You can't just go and put that money in a traditional IRA and expect to be able to pull that out immediately if you're younger. So what ends up happening is when you put that money into a traditional IRA, you do you will get taxed on it if you take it out any time throughout your life. However, if you take that money out before you reach full retirement age of 60, you not only will pay tax on it, you will also pay a 10% early withdrawal penalty. And so what I always tell people on traditional IRAs is this is a one-way street. Don't overextend yourself. Don't put too much money in there that you can't afford because we really don't want to take that money back out. Not only will we lose that tax deduction that we already got, we would then also get hit with an additional penalty, which we really don't want to do. Now, if you're looking for something with a little bit more flexibility, still on a personal level here, the Roth IRA is going to be a very attractive option. So the way that a Roth IRA works is a Roth IRA is not a tax deduction. The limits are the same as a traditional IRA, 6000 per person, 7000 if you're over 50. Now, the difference here, though, is when you put that $6,000 into a Roth IRA, you do not get a tax deduction for that. You might be saying, well, Hunt, why would I put money into a Roth IRA if I'm not going to get a deduction for it? So all the other vehicles of this work very similar to traditional IRA. We're going to be growing that money tax deferred until a later date. You know, we're able to set money aside on the retirement. Now, one of the big benefits here of the Roth IRA, unlike the traditional IRA, is the Roth IRA gives us a lot more flexibility for taking that money back out. And so let's say that for three years, I put $5,000 each year into my Roth IRA. Between the market gains and other stuff, I now have $18,000 in that account. Remember, I put in $5,000 for three years. So $15,000 of that $18,000 is money that I put in there. The $3,000 is gains, appreciation, interest, dividends, whatever else that was doing. So the nice thing here about that Roth IRA is let's say that three years down the road, money gets a little bit tight and I need to take some money out of that Roth IRA. I'm allowed to take up up to however much I put into there. So in the three years from now, I could take $15,000 out of that Roth IRA and it will be no sort of tax uh, hit on that. There will be no penalties on that. As long as you're only touching your contributions on it, there's no issue by taking money in and out of a Roth IRA. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, Hunt, when should I be using a traditional IRA? When should I be using a Roth IRA? The first thing I'm going to tell you is, you know, you should not be taking investment advice from your accountant. This is a great time where I would say this is something where you should sit down with a financial advisor to be able to not only plan your traditional, your Roth, but the rest of your retirement goals and what you're having to do here. Now, that being said, I will kind of give you some quick tips here. General strategy is you want a mixture of pre-tax and post-tax retirement benefits for when you do retire. So almost all people have a mixture of two of these. Now, one of the things to think here is, remember, this money is growing tax deferred. And so you're saying, is my tax rate going to be higher right now or is it going to be higher when I retire? 
if you're making a lot of money in your business and you have a lot of money on your personal tax return, generally you're going to be looking for a traditional IRA or some of the other business ones that we're going to talk about here next. The reason is, is your tax rate is very high. You're making a lot of money and we're forecasting that when you retire, that money is going to be lower. Now, the only other thing to think about here is there is income limitations for the Roth IRA. And so if you're married and you make more than $215,000, you're actually not allowed to contribute to a Roth IRA. There's income limitations on being able to put money into a Roth IRA. Why do they have these income limitations? I'm not really sure, but they do. And it's something that a lot of people are not aware of. So if you're making $300,000 a year, a Roth IRA, regular Roth IRA contribution is actually not an option for you. Now, for high-income people, what they end up doing is called a backdoor Roth conversion or backdoor Roth contribution. Not going to get into the specifics of it today, but essentially you put your money into a pre-tax account like a traditional IRA and then convert it into a Roth IRA, pay the tax on that money. This is exactly why you need to be talking to a financial advisor, because this is not something that you can generally do just on your own. You need their assistance. You need their guidance. You need their planning. And then obviously me or your account would be involved in telling you the tax benefits, the tax downsides to some of these strategies. As much as you love the shop routine that you have now, I'll tell you that switching to a cloud-based shop management system will pay off in more ways than you can imagine. Not only will you let go of bad habits that are costing you money, you'll free up more time for your techs to fix more cars. Your quotes will be quicker and more accurate, and you'll make more money per part than you ever did before. We all know that time is money. When you streamline your day, you waste less time on repetitive brain drains. Start fresh by going to your favorite browser and looking up GetShopware.com. The orange Book a Demo button will set you on a journey for more profit and less stress. You'll never look back. Check it out at GetShopware.com. In today's world, managing the labor side of your business is more important than ever. Utilizing their industry-leading software, Labor Profit Management, Repair Shop of Tomorrow can help shops maximize their profits by developing a specific plan for each client. Do you know what your effective labor rate is? Do you know your technician's efficiency and productivity? Do you know how much profit dollars each technician is adding to the bottom line? If the answer is no, then this Napa Auto Care endorsed program from Repair Shop of Tomorrow is the program for you. Developed for shop owners by shop owners, this program will help you become more profitable on day one. Utilizing their unique labor management systems will allow you to work smarter, not harder. For more information about their programs, please visit them at repairshopoftomorrow.com. If you're sitting here, don't have any retirement for the employer, or if you're self-employed and don't have anything set up for your business, traditional IRA is probably going to be the first thing that I'm looking for. Roth IRA, I'm going to be looking at to see if it's a viable option and if it makes sense for me. So let's move on to the two options that we have on the business side of things. So the two options that we have on the business side of things are going to be a simple IRA and a 401k. So The benefit of doing this on the business side is both of these have much higher contribution amounts than the personal side does. So let's start with the simple IRA. The simple IRA is probably the most common retirement account for businesses or the businesses that we see. The reason a simple IRA is so popular 
is, you know, no pun intended. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. It's very cost effective and it's easy to set up. So the way a simple IRA works is this would be set up through your business. So you would talk to your financial advisor, your bank, some insurance companies actually provide these services as well. And you would go and you were going to say, hey, I would like to set up a simple IRA. Now, in practice, what does that simple IRA look like for you? And what does that look like for your employees? For the simple IRA, the maximum annual contribution for 2022 that you're allowed to make is actually $14,000. That's if you're under 50. If you're over 50, you can actually contribute $17,000 into that simple IRA. That is a pretty large amount and a lot bigger than what we can do on a traditional IRA. If you think about this, if you and your spouse are both working in your business, between the two of you guys, if you're over 50, you could put $34,000 into a simple IRA. That's pretty good, but it gets a little bit better even. What you're allowed to do as well is the business is allowed to match that up to 3% of your compensation. And so if you make $100,000 a year, you already put $17,000 into your retirement account, then the business is able to put another $3,000 in there to give you $20,000 as a contribution. Just like I talked about before, if you put $20,000 into a simple IRA, it's probably going to save you about five dollars to $6,000 on taxes, depending on where you live. So again, guys, think about this. You're spending $20,000. You're getting a five dollars to $6,000 tax break on this, but you didn't actually lose that $20,000. That $20,000 is still in your pocket. It's just a different pocket that we cannot touch until we're at full retirement age. Now, if you're listening to this and you're 56 years old, then you don't even really have to wait this long to be able to get the benefit out of this. However, if you're younger, if you're my age, then yeah, this is going to be a longer term play here, but it's something that's going to be a very good option. However, I have to stress here, just like I did with the traditional IRA, this is a one-way street. If you put in $20,000 into that simple IRA between your contribution and the match and you take that money out, not only are you going to get taxed on that if you're not at full retirement age, you're also going to get hit with a penalty. So again, think about this, put it in there. Don't look at the statements, just leave it alone and let that thing grow. So that's what it looks like for the owners of the business. Now, as a benefit for employees, you can also offer this to the employees. The way that this works for most people, and you can set up this a little bit differently, is if you offer a simple IRA, you're most likely going to offer a 3% match. Meaning, hey, if Steve in my shop doesn't want to put anything into a simple IRA, you don't have to pay anything for him because you don't have to match anything. However, if you have someone that does contribute money into him, you need to match that dollar for dollar up until 3% of their wages. And so let's say you have someone that makes $50,000 a year and they put in $6,000 into their simple IRA. It's only going to cost you $1,500 because you don't need to match that full amount. You only need to match 3% of his pay, which is $1,500. Realistically, this is something that people have a lot of concern about the simple IRA. They say, well, you know, it's great that I'm going to be able to contribute money to my retirement account, but I'm going to be spending all this money trying to match my employees and funding theirs. In actuality, it's realistically probably not going to be the case. Naturally, a lot of people don't feel like that they have free money to be able to put a large amount of money into their retirement account. And so we don't see a ton of enrollment for our clients' employees. 
And then the ones that do are usually your higher paid, your more senior, your more important employees that you're happy to match because it's an added benefit that you're going to give to your employees. You can talk to the financial advisor. They can kind of give you best case, worst case scenario on it. But general rule of thumb is whatever it's costing you, you're making it up easily in the tax breaks alone. And then furthermore, I would like to argue that it's a very good benefit to offer to your employees to not only keep your current employees happy, but also attract new employees. That's a little teaser for our next episode. I'm going to be talking about how you can utilize some of these plans to attract employees, to keep your employees happy, and to also set yourself apart from other shops out there. So quick rundown on the simple IRA needs to be done through the business, you know, 14,000 if you're under 50, 17,000 if you're over 50. The way that this money gets put in there is it's actually a deduction from your payroll. You can't just write a check to a simple IRA. You set it up as a deduction, then remit the money to the simple IRA people. If you are sitting here and you're saying, Hunt, I want to set something up for my business, simple IRA is where you should start. I always tell people, start with a simple IRA. When you outgrow it, then you move to a 401k, which we're going to talk about next. The benefit of a simple IRA, very cheap to set up, very easy to do. Downside is a little bit lower limits. Now, let's talk about 401k. 401ks get a bit of a bad rap because I think that they're pushed a little bit too hard for people where it doesn't really make sense. So just like I talked about, one of the things that I love about a simple IRA is it's very cheap to set up. There's not a whole lot of annual fees. It's just easy. A 401k is not in that same boat. You know, and I've talked to financial advisors about this because if you look at your statements, they make it very unclear on how much this is really costing you. But general idea is a simple IRA is almost free. They're making some money on it, but very little. However, in a 401k side, for most average shops that we see, it's probably going to cost you three to $5,000 a year in fees. Now, this is not something that you're going to really have to pay out as a check to them, but it's something that you'll see getting eaten up in the plan itself, in the investments itself. So that is the downside to the 401k, is there is more of a cost associated with it. However, the upside is a much higher contribution amount that you can do. So if you're under 50 and you have a 401k, you can put in 20500 If you're over 50, you can actually put in 27,000. And so if you're, again, using this example of a married couple here, simple IRA between the two of you is going to allow you to put in 34,000. 401k is going to allow you to put 54,000. So we're talking a lot more money here on a 401k. Just like a simple IRA, almost all the other metrics of this are very similar. It's still going to be a deduction from payroll. It's still going to be done on the business level. The business is still going to have a match for it as well. Just like a simple IRA, we're going to be offering the 401k to all of our employees. Now, the difference on the 401k, where how we're offering to the employees, is there's a little bit more flexibility on how you do the match. You can get creative and say, hey, we have a dollar for dollar match up to 3%. And then we have a 50 cent deduction up to 6%, effectively putting it in four and a half percent. You can do a safe harbor, which means that everyone that's eligible for the 401k automatically gets 2% put into their 401k account, whether or not they contribute to it. The 401k can get a lot more complicated than a simple IRA. Now, there's a lot of planning opportunities here because there's almost unlimited potential for the 401k. 
One of the things, though, here I want to emphasize on the 401k, though, is if you're not, you know, chomping it a bit for that annual limit of twenty or $27,000, then don't even look at a 401k. If you're going to only put in five or $6,000 into a 401k, get rid of it and go back to a simple IRA because you're just paying way too much in fees. You know, one of the examples that I kind of give people is think about you're driving down the road going 10 miles an hour. Would you rather be in a Camry or would you rather be in a Ferrari? The Camry is the simple IRA. The Ferrari is the 401k. At 10 miles an hour, it might look a little bit cooler, but they can both go 10 miles an hour just fine. Now, where the 401k really shines is it can go to 300 miles an hour, essentially. It can do all these different things where a simple IRA really cannot. What I mean by that on the 401k is like I talked about, we can put in $20,000, $27,000 if you're over 50 to a 401k, but you can actually do more. And so the two most popular add-on items to a 401k is called a profit sharing plan and or a cash benefit plan. Now, these get fairly complicated, and this is something where if you have a 401k and you've already hit the max and you want to do more, talk to your financial advisors about a profit sharing or a cash balance option on your 401k. Essentially, what that allows you to do is it allows you to put even more money into your 401k. I have a client for last year that they're going to put $270,000 into their 401k. About $250,000 of that is going to go to my client and her husband. The rest of that's going to go to the employees. But you can see here, that's $250,000 that's going directly to their retirement account. You know, the tax savings on that is probably fifty dollars to $60,000. Just like I talked about before with that example, there's no better tax deduction out there. You're spending money, but you're not actually losing any money and you're getting a tax break. Right. And so let's say that you had that profit sharing or that cash balance plan that allowed you to put all this extra money in there. Let's compare that to if you went out and you bought a piece of equipment. Right. So if you went out and you bought a hundred thousand dollar truck, you're at a hundred thousand dollars. Great. You save twenty five thousand dollars on uh, taxes. So now you're left with a net benefit of about seventy five thousand dollars. However, if you were to put a hundred thousand dollars into your profit sharing, you still have that $100,000. It's just in your 401k account. And then also on top of that, you got a $25,000 tax savings. So you effectively made yourself $25,000 just in this game. This is why retirement accounts are so important here. Because not only are they great tax deductions, we're also setting ourselves up for the future. As a quick wrap up on the business side of things, If you're just looking to start on this, you don't know how much money you have, and you want to tiptoe into the waters, start with a simple IRA. Once you've outgrown the simple IRA and you're maxing that out on a consistent basis, then it's time to transition to a 401k. And if you're sitting here now and you have a 401k and you say, Hunt, I want to do more, talk to your financial advisor about possibly adding a profit sharing or cash balance plan, because depending on your age, Those two options can probably allow you to put in more than you would even ever want to put in there. And so great, great, great options here. All right. So I just wanted to kind of do a recap on it. That was the business side. We got the simple IRA. We got the 401k. On the personal side, we have a traditional IRA. We have a Roth IRA. Really, the big thing to take away from that is traditional IRA is going to allow you to get a tax deduction. Roth IRA is going to give you a lot more flexibility, but not a tax deduction for the current year. 
And again, remember on both of the personal ones, we can do that up until April 15th, right? You can still do that today. 401k, simple IRA, need to be done during the calendar year, need to be done on your business. So like I talked about before earlier in this episode, you know, these are not only great benefits for you, these are great benefits for your employees. You know, these are something that you can make yourself stand out from your competition, set yourself apart from other shops and other businesses in the area to really attract and retain talent, which is what we're going to be talking about on next episode. So I just want to thank you again for joining me. Um, I hope that this was helpful for you. You know, this is kind of the crash course to retirement accounts. Um, maybe you're in the wrong retirement account. Maybe you're sitting here thinking, you know what? ADP made me sign up for that 401k. I really shouldn't be in that. I'm going to go down to a simple IRA. Or maybe you're sitting here now saying, you know what? I do have a bunch of money in my business, and this would be a great way to burn some of that money, get a tax break, and also invest in yourself and in your future. Any questions about this, be happy to uh, discuss those with you. Shoot me an email at podcast at parmelis.com. Also, if you have any other ideas, requests of stuff that you would like to see on future episodes, or you would like to be a guest on another episode, again, shoot me an email. Uh, The link for that email is going to be in the show notes. So that's it for this week. I just want to thank you again. And like I said, happy tax week. Next time we'll be talking, we will be after the tax deadline. And I think hopefully everyone will be able to breathe a big sigh of relief. So stay safe and I will talk to you soon. You've been listening to Business by the Numbers with Hunt Demarest on the Aftermarket Radio Network. Follow Hunt on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Hunt is all for advancing the aftermarket.